This is the day that the Lord has made. We are going to rejoice and be glad in it. Deontay Gavin is singing his version of Peace, Peace, Peace. Today we are so grateful unto our Creator, to our God, for His many blessings upon us and giving us another day. And I say unto you, this is the day that he has made. And then we're going to rejoice and we're going to be glad in it. Good morning, everybody. Why don't you lift up your holy hands and tell the Lord that you said thank you. Tell God thank you. Thank you, Lord, for another day. Lord, thank you for this, another opportunity for me to show my appreciation and my gratitude to you for the many things that you have done in my life. I thank him today. I don't know about you, but I thank God. I thank God for all things, things, some that have been good, and then things, some that have been maybe not so pleasant, or maybe that I thought could have gone a better way. But God, I thank you for all things, because inside your perfect will, all things that were best for Don, you have done. The things that were best for me. Those are the things that you have done, and for that I say thank you. Good morning to everyone, and I hope that you have a beautiful experience today. I hope that you are able to tune in and not get tuned out so many times as we proceed in today's service. Uh, I'm seeing some of you here, uh, and I'm just glad to see you. Glad to see you, uh, Samuel, and I'm glad to see you, uh, Janet. Uh, and look like there are others that are joining, but I don't have everyone's name. Hallelujah. Why don't you declare unto the Lord as Keontae uh, is declaring and ask God to let his peace, hallelujah, reign. Let his peace that surpasses all understanding be in your life today. Good morning, Tracy. God bless you. Welcome to Refresh. Welcome all of the birthrights of Nations Harvest. The day is the Lord's day. Amen. God bless you. Keontae gave me peace. God bless you. God bless you. I thank God for you now, and I want to make sure, as I say, that everyone is having a wonderful experience, and, and I hope that you are able to tune in. I um, was actually going to, um, as I prayerfully consider each Sunday um, and want with all 
courtesy to make sure that you know in advance uh, when I'm going to be broadcasting and uh, the days that, um, that I may not be broadcasting. Um, but for the most part, we are um, going to be here on all Sundays. Amen. God bless you. Um, I, it, this has been a very wonderful week for me. It has been a week that um, the Lord again has shown unto me the things that only he can reveal about himself, the things that only he can reveal about himself. And as I have said before, it is a period in my life where each day that I awake, it is things that I am learning about God because it is what he chooses to reveal about himself to me. Good morning, Gloria. God bless you. Um, it is good to see you. Good morning, April. It is wonderful to see you look as though everyone is tuned in. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to maybe get started early here and try to make this brief and hopefully everyone can stay tuned in. I'm going to um, read a scripture and then I'm going to play a short video for you. It is a scene uh, from uh, a um, cinematic production and you've known me over the years I'm often taking what has been done in Hollywood and I am uh, sharing something that has a wonderful message inside of it and I'm gonna show I'm gonna share that with you after I read this scripture that is coming from Luke chapter 2 it is from Luke chapter 2 and verse number eight, and I'll read that to you. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby. This is from the New International Version. Luke chapter two, verse number eight. And there were shepherds living out in the field nearby. They were keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Verse number 12, and I want to read just the A part of verse 12. This will be a sign to you. This will be a sign to you. And then there, of course, are colons that describe the sign it says, you will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. I find this, as I presented to you in brief this morning, to be extremely revealing to me this morning because we have the announcement of the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And <clears throat> the announcement is being made 
specifically to a group of people that are in some, I guess, what would be considered a remote location because they were living in the field. They were living in the field and they were watching their flock. An angel comes to them and makes this announcement and he introduces himself by saying that I'm bringing you uh, good news. I'm bringing you some very refreshing tithings and um, that's going to bring you a lot of joy. That there is going to be a savior that is coming. He's coming to Bethlehem. He is going to be the Lord. He is going to be the Christ. <clears throat> and when they make this announcement, the first response that is given by the flock, that is why the, the shepherds that are watching their flock, is that they were afraid. I think that the New International Version uses the word terrified. He says that they were terrified. You would think that at such good news, in difficult times, that um, you would be looking and waiting for good news. That's my thoughts. <clears throat> We're looking every day to hear something that's going to be encouraging, something that's going to be inspiring and motivating. We're waiting to hear just a message that something is on the way. One of our most remembered verses from the Old Testament is, Weeping endures for a night. And the message is given at night. But the message says joy is coming in the morning. That's the announcement. It's not here, but it's coming. Um, I liken this into what we have heard about the announcement of Jesus coming. He's not here, but he's on his way. Um, but when they got the message, they were terrified. Um, as I say again, I would, th I would think that just the message of good news would have been calming and would have been uh, something that was more encouraging as opposed to being terrifying. Now, it could just be the approach of the angels, the messenger themselves. Maybe that's what scared them is because I don't know in what form they made their presence in the field um, maybe it wasn't the message. Maybe it was just them coming. Maybe not the message, but the messenger. You just think about it with me now because I'm just sharing with you. I'm just opening the scriptures to you. It, maybe it was a message. Maybe it was the messengers. Or maybe it was both, both the message and the messengers. Um, but they said that when you see this baby, uh, it's going to be a sign. It's going to be a sign, and a sign um, is um, an object that points to a direction. It gives some instructions. Uh, a sign um, announces, it points toward something that is coming. Signs are very important when we're driving because it lets us know what to do, and it lets us know which direction to go. And we get the message that this sign is coming. And that's all it is. It's going to be this baby that is laying in a manger, 
a sign. This is what the message says. Here's why I want to take just a few minutes and maybe 10 minutes. I'm about to show you the video now, and I hope that you can stay tuned, and I hope you can, you can get, this, get this. The message and the messenger. Um, I didn't think about how important it was that when you reach out to me and you call me by phone, that the phone can do, that the call can result in a couple of things. One thing is that it can ring and ring and ring. And you're waiting for me to pick up because you want to hear my voice because there is something either you want to say or something that you need to hear from me. And that's why you're calling me and you're reaching out. But in the event, another thing that could happen is that you don't reach me, I don't answer your call, but you get a message. And the message will say, maybe this is Don, and I'm sorry that I can't accept your call right now, but if you would, at the tone, leave a message. Now, I left you a message to leave me a message. And that gives you maybe some solace. It gives you some calm. It helps you some. Some people don't like answering machines. They want to talk to someone. But even sometimes you just leave it anyway, and sometimes you don't. You just say, I'll just wait, and I'll keep calling back. But I want to tell you how important it is to leave a message. It's important to leave a message because it's not only for you, but it could be for those that are coming on later. It could be for someone when you leave a message in life. When you leave a message, you're leaving something for someone to grab a hold to. You're leaving something that could give someone else hope. Again, I go back to the Old Testament. You're crying and you're crying. And your crying is going on through the night. But I've got to give you something in the midst of your tears. Joy is coming in the morning. Now, when that starts to spread abroad, while everyone is crying, tearing, while everyone is overtaken with sadness and remorse, if the message starts to blossom that joy is coming in the morning, it changes the whole atmosphere that something good is coming. There is hope. And what I want to leave with you this morning is this. At Christmas time and every day of my life, the holidays, birthdays, 4th of July's, Memorial Days, your birthday, your anniversary, I want every day to make sure that I leave something that someone can grab a hold to that will give them hope. It's not just what I say that will leave people hope, but it's what I do. It's how I respond to what's going on that can give other people hope. Have you ever been encouraged at a moment when you could be in the worst of fear, but because someone else shows courage, you're encouraged too? Have you been ever affected or infected because someone was so trusting in God 
that it didn't even allow you the chance to be in despair or be despondent. And because of their positivity, your depression starts to turn into hope. Do you know anyone like that? Are there people that you can just be around and just their life is a message? It's like cheering. And even when you, in your conversation, attempt to redirect their energy and excitement, they are able to avoid it and continue to be excited just because you're hopeful. Even when I say sometime, and I know I say this a lot of times, and maybe I haven't experienced pain like some people have experienced pain. And maybe I'm, I don't want to be, um, I, I guess, I, I don't want to be um, uncaring about what you're going through. Um, but I'd like to think that even in some of my darkest moments, in some, when, when, when the weight of the world is showing up on my brow, that I can find something inside of myself to convey a message that greater is he that is in me than what is presented to you in the world. In other words, there is a spirit inside of me that says, in spite of whatever I'm going through, it is all right. Not it's going to be all right. It is okay. It's because it, because what is the message that is inside of me, the messenger, the spirit of Christ, who is in fact the messenger. He is the one who says to me things like this. This is not going to last forever. This endures for but a moment. This too shall pass. In the fullness of time. These are the things that I hear the messenger that is inside of me. He continuously leaves me. He leaves me. He, the spirit of God, leaves inside of me a message that regardless to what I'm going through, regardless to what is presented to me. And I, I want to tell you all right now that it may look to you from the outside that with Don, everything seems to come easy. But when I tell you that trouble and difficulty and hard times through the aches and the pains, I want to tell you that it's really not easy. It's not easy at all. But there is a messenger that is on the inside of me that will not allow me to transmit a message to other people, others such as you, that this is going to take me out, that this is the end of all things. Let me go ahead and play this message this morning. Looks like everybody is still tuned in and looks like I'm going to be able to share this video clip and it is from the movie I Am Legend. It's very short and I'm going to play this and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to give some closing remarks right after I let you view this.
My name is Robert Neville. I'm a survivor living in New York. New York City. I am broadcasting on all AM frequencies. I will be at the South Street Seaport every day at midday when the sun is highest in the sky. If you are out there, if anyone is out there, I can provide food. I can provide shelter. I can provide security. If there's anybody out there, anybody, please, you are not alone. I don't know how clear that came across, so I'm going to read you what Will Smith said in that scene, where the entire population of the world had ended because of some viral disease. And he felt as though he was the very last person that was left. And this is what he said. My name is Robert Neville. I am a survivor living in New York City. I am broadcasting on all AM frequencies. I will be at the South Street Seaport every day at midday when the sun is the highest in the sky. If you are out there, if anyone is out there, I can provide food, I can provide shelter, I can provide security. If there's anybody out there, anybody, please, you are not alone. Now, I guess I can't watch movies, and you probably don't want to watch movies with me because I'm always seeing God in everything. But what I hear when I see this scene is I see a man that has every reason to be lost, suicidal, sad, broken, because he's lost everything. He's lost his wife. He's lost his children. He loses his dog, friends, and he's there. He's lost everything. But in all of that, he left a message. He left a message so if there were anybody else out there that were trying to hold on, he left a message to anyone who were out there that could that was looking for a ray of sunshine. He left a message to tell them, meet me at the Seaport Bridge at noonday when the sun is at its highest point. 
Now, you know, to me, that says that Jesus Christ ought to be the center of all of our unitings and all of our hope when the sun is at the highest point. When Jesus, who is the Savior, is there for all of us, we should find that place to let someone else know it's going to be all right. And that's all I got this morning. In my clothes, I just want my life to be a message to you. This may not be significant to you, but I've just been stewing and brewing on this every day. Every day while I'm on my job, asking myself, what message am I leaving? Is anyone hearing my message? So I want to say today on the 10th of December, if there is anybody out there, anybody, if you're out there, April, if you're out there, Tracy, if you're out there, Janet, Gloria, Samuel, if you're out there, I see your names, which is a message to me that you're here. And I want to give a message back to you. If you can hear me out there, Meet me. Hallelujah. Meet me. <laughs> Meet me. Because the God that I serve, that babe that was in the manger, he is still a sign. And the sign says, all is well. All is well with our souls. Regardless to the pain that you're going through, all is well. What is your message? My message is all is well. And that's what I want you to share with someone today. Even if you're going through, leave the message. All is well. Gloria, all is well. I know the medications. I know the doctor visits. I know Samuel, the hiccups in life. And dad, if you're out there, I don't see your name. But I know you're going through. I know you're dealing with some of the dreadful diseases that come in the lives of not only you, but others. But I want to say to you today, all is well. My name is not Will Smith. My name is not the character Robert Neville. But in the midst of all of this calamity, problems and trouble that is on every hand, I got good news today. All is well. His name is Jesus. That's what they call him. And he, he, there is a sign of him laying in a manger. He's not in that manger anymore, but I want to know, let you to know where he is. He resides in each of us. He resides in me. And it is the spirit of Christ today that gives me hope to let you know. Thank you, Samuel. All is well. <laughs> and you know, isn't it wonderful today? And I, I, I'm really not going to carry on to know that I don't have to use the breath that I have left in my body to complain. As a matter of fact, why should I complain when all is well? April, when I tell you this, I mean it from my heart. All is well. And I'm now going to say it like this. Why should I complain? I won't complain. And I want you for the rest of this year and the coming of the year that is before us to put this in your spirit 
and let it stay there. Leave a message of hope because all, all is well. I love you. I'm looking to see you next Sunday. Know that it was brief, but I just wanted to share with you. I just wanted you to have that today that all is, yeah, all is well. I love you all, and I look forward to seeing you on next Sunday. All is well. Some good days. I've had some hills to climb. I've had some weary days. And some lonely nights. But when I, when I look around, yeah, I think things over. You know what? All of my good days outweigh my bad days. Sometimes the clouds hang low. I can hardly see the road. I ask the question, Lord, Lord, why so much pain? But he knows what's best for me. Although my weary eyes, they can't see. So I'll just say, thank you, Lord.
miles away Turn my midnight in today So I'll just say thank you, Lord I've been lied on, but thank you, Lord I've been talked about, but thank you, Lord I've been misunderstood, but thank you, Lord You might be sick, body rocking with pain But thank you, Lord The bills are due Don't know where the money coming from But thank you, Lord Thank you, Lord Thank you, Lord I Complain. It dries, 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 it dries. Every one of my tears away. today so instead of complaining I learned how to lift them hands look up toward heaven and say thank you Lord tell him thank you Lord 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 thank you I won't complain. I won't complain. I know it's time to go home, but I won't complain. I used to, but I won't. I could, but I won't. I won't. I won't. I used to, but I won't. I could, but I won't.